It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhart earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Inside New Orleans, I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM NASH icon on your radio dial. Take you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Don't forget our digital media platforms, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app. Great way to take the show with you anywhere. Free download for you. And, of course, you can also catch the podcast on those um, platforms as well. Uh, speaking of podcasts, our podcast is everywhere. Anchor is our home base, but we're on all podcasting platforms. You can also listen live at Nash FM 106.1 and also ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Um, today on the program, Fletcher Mackle, Channel 6 Sports, to join us in about two minutes. We'll have him till about the bottom of the hour. Uh, and then uh, Ross Jackson of Locked On Saints Podcast and Saints Wire will join us at 535 Talking Saints uh, on the program today. Don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Mike Dettelier is my guest from WWL Radio. 
Uh, that's Thursday with our live broadcast at 1 p.m. on LAE. Also live streaming on the WLE TV YouTube page, and then come the uh, rebroadcast. 6 p.m. on Thursday night on LAE, 10 p.m. on the Deuce, that's WLA TV 2, Friday night, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. On our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, and always on the WLETV YouTube page, and always at ericasher.com. You can check out all the previous shows at both of those locations. Uh, a lot to get into today. Again, the Pels playing tonight against Memphis, nationally televised game on TNT. Brandon Ingram uh, has some uh, right hamstring soreness. He may not be able to go tonight. That it would be a real blow for this team. That again, that lost 138 to 130 to the Denver Nuggets in overtime on Sunday night, and of course uh, need to be able to rebound. Uh, look, there's not a lot of wiggle room here, and it just hasn't been. 19 games left in the season. Uh, they're they're on uh, well, the 10th spot right now. Uh, you got to make up for that again. That you know uh, what is it? One in 12 start, three and 16 start. You need to put some some wins together here. Um, you know, again, it's, you've got Portland breathing down your neck. You're trying to be able to catch L.A. for the ninth spot. Maybe, do I dare say, the Clippers for the eighth spot. So you've got to put wins together here. And losing, again, a guy like Brandon Ingram, who is the second best player in your team right now behind C.J. McCollum, uh, is, is going to be a tough, tough uh, deal uh, for this team. Uh, when, when you're talking about talking, uh, taking on a Memphis team that's, uh, that's young, that's athletic, and Jai will be there tonight. So, you know, again, he's going to be uh, national television. He's got something to prove there as well. So we'll talk about that a little bit later on the program, but we're also going to talk about it with Fletcher Mackle of Channel 6 Sports. Today was the last day to be able to tag a player in the NFL. Neither Teron Armstead nor Marcus Williams were tagged by the Saints. That was not unexpected. Uh, so we'll get into that uh, later on the program as well. All that coming up here on Inside New Orleans. But let's head to the guest line. He's got a lot to do today for Channel 6 Sports. He joins us right now. Um, it is Fletcher Mackle of Channel 6 Sports. Fletch, how are you? I'm doing well, Eric. Thanks for having me. Always good. Fletch, let's start with the Pels. Uh, tough loss the other night to, to, to the Nuggets. Um, you know, Joker went, went off. I got, what, 30 points in the last uh, quarter and, and, and overtime. They had no answer for him, especially after Valanchunas went out. Uh, Hernan Gomez just could not handle him. The double teams really were doing nothing to be able to, again, stop him. And, of course, missing free throws down the stretch really hurt this team. But, man, they're playing some really good basketball right now. And you hate to hear that, that again, there's some right uh, hamstring soreness for Brandon Ingram tonight because he's such a key piece to what's happening right now for this team. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I said this. You can look at that Denver loss two ways. Glass is half full, glass is half empty. Because what you said is, is true. The Pelicans are playing well right now. Denver's a playoff team. Jokic is the reigning NBA MVP. He may win the MVP this year back-to-back like Giannis did a, a couple of years ago. Um, Triple-double for him, 46 points, 12 rebounds, 11 assists. It was statistically the greatest game since a game Wilt Chamberlain put up in, in the 1960s or something. So the two ways I looked at it is, Glasses half empty. The Pelicans should have been able to hit free throws down the stretch. Brandon Ingram and Devontae Graham, and that probably would have iced the game and made it too much for Denver to hang around in force overtime. The glasses half full, though, is it took a historic performance and something that the reigning league MVP had to do something that hadn't been done since Wilt Chamberlain to beat you in overtime. So, 
uh, again, I, I feel like I go back and forth. I, it was a, a hard fault loss and a tough one, but it wasn't like they got their doors blown off. And it wasn't like they weren't right there to the bitter end with a team that's a bona fide playoff team. So, um, so yeah, so I, I think it'll be interesting to see what they do tonight against a team that is a championship contending team in the Memphis Grizzlies. That's third place right now in the Western Conference. John Morant is also a legit MVP candidate. Uh, and, and without Brandon Ingram, certainly the odds are not in their favor. But, I, you know, I'm curious to see if he plays tonight. And then a back-to-back tomorrow against the Charlotte team that, that's also trying to play for positioning and stay out of the play-in. Um, and then Friday night, uh, another one at home. So, it, you, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I take it back. It's Orlando tomorrow, then, then Charlotte on Friday. So, it, you know, it, they're coming at you fast and furious. And with 18 to go, you use the term no wiggle room. There's not a lot of wiggle room. I mean, Portland has given up. But that doesn't mean their players are just going to throw in the towel every night. I mean, Portland is, you know, that's why they traded C.J. McCollum. They are, they, they, they are clearing a bunch of salary to make one final run with Damian Lillard and load up this offseason. So they don't even care if they make the playoffs. Um, that doesn't mean their players aren't going to try to make the playoffs or the play in. And then the Lakers are teetering on the brink. So the Pelicans need to stay, you know, or move up from where they are. And tonight was always going to be tough. It's, it's, it's so much more difficult if Ingram doesn't play. But tomorrow sure. should be a win, and then Friday you get a winnable game at home. So, so we'll see what this week presents. Let's talk about Zion. He's back in town. Uh, again, he's been photographed all over town. Again, whether that's by design or not, it is what it is. It's good to be able to see him out and about, especially after being gone uh, for so long. Uh, again, they're working, obviously, on the rehab, trying to get him 100% to get him back. I would not allow that guy back on the court till he is 100%. But what that says – said, how do you introduce him back in this lineup? Is he a guy that, that, again, even with his stature, comes off the bench when he comes back and you work him in slowly again, uh, as they've done in the past with, you know, I, I hate the, the, you know, the, the term burst minutes, but, again, limitation on his minutes to kind of introduce him slowly? Or do they put him in the starting lineup and, and is it a situation where all parties have to adjust once again? What do you anticipate? So I'll take it from the beginning from what I've heard. Um, Zion playing this year is not a given. I think he desperately wants to play and his stepfather wants him to play um, and get back on the court. But I have been told that the hurdles that he has to clear to get back on the court are, are significant. That this isn't, hey, he's back, throw him out there. That this is a guy who is just starting to do weight-bearing work uh, on that surgically repaired foot. So I have been told there'll be weight limits he has to meet, physical conditioning tests he has to pass, strenuous five-on-five drills that he has to go through, that this isn't going to be Zion's back expecting to play tomorrow night or Friday night or Sunday. He is still weeks away from clearing the medical hurdles and the physical hurdles that this team wants to see. Now, there's five weeks left in the regular season, so I do think there's an outside chance that if he is in shape and if his foot holds up and there are no setbacks, we could see him for the last handful of games in a potential play-in game. I, you know, I, I didn't think he was going to play at all this year, and I'm still I would lean more towards no than yes. But if if he really knuckles down and and, and meets all the physical demands and uh, the challenges that the, that are put in front of him from a physical standpoint, really to make sure he's healthy and good to go. 
Well, then sure. he probably will get back on the court this year, but I don't know if he can do that. Now, that being said, hypothetically, if he does get on the court, I don't think his integration into this lineup is hard. And here's the reason why I say that. And, and what somebody told me kind of helping me decipher the Rosetta Stone, so to say, the basketball Rosetta Stone is this. He goes right into the Jackson Hayes role, and that's no problem whatsoever. That okay. Jackson Hayes is excelling right now because they're not asking Jackson Hayes to do too much. When you think about it, Jonas Valanciunas is your anchor defensively who protects the rim. Herb Jones is your lockdown defender who gets the best offensive player in the backcourt or on the wing. And then the other guys are mostly help defenders. So what you're asking Jackson Hayes to do is be a help defender in the paint, be a help defender getting out on the perimeter with his, with his athleticism. Well, Zion can certainly do that. And then offensively, C.J. McCollum is now the point guy, the point guard, the facilitator who gets everything going. He scores at all three levels. Brandon Ingram is amazing mid-range. Jonas Valanciunas just, you know, can, can bully guys in the paint and can extend out. So Jackson Hayes starting, mostly it's, hey, Jackson, crash the boards when somebody throws up a shot. Or if Jonas pulls his guy out to the paint, cut to the basket and will hit you as a cutter. So, Putting Zion into the quote-unquote Jackson Hayes role is the easiest way because Zion is better than Jackson Hayes in every regard. He handles the ball better. He passes better. He finishes at the rim better. And, and just asking him to be an athlete and help defender, I think integrating Zion back into what they're doing now is extremely easy. What becomes of Jackson Hayes, I don't know, because his role becomes a lot murkier on the bench. Um, and where does he play and how does he fit? Because he's not really a guy that anchors your defense on a second unit. But mm -hmm. putting Zion back in, if he can get in, I think is much easier than, than people would think. It wouldn't require heavy lifting and a lot of changes to what we see right now. My guess is Hernan Gomez is the guy that really loses minutes overall if you start if you move Jackson into the second um, uh, the second team. Now I understand again he's more of a center. Uh, Hernan Gomez more of a center than a uh, a power forward uh, at the four. But again to me it just makes more sense that you know the way Hayes is playing right now and he's playing at a, at a high level that again maybe it's Hernan Gomez that again maybe loses some of those minutes. Well, I would say this Zion is certainly if. And again, this is all hypothetical, but if he gets back, sure. he'll probably be on a minute's restriction. So even when he gets back, I don't know if we'll see burst, but I could see a, a 15 to 18 minute restriction right off the bat on him just mm -hmm. to make sure he's okay. But I, I would agree with you. I would probably say it would be based more on matchups. That it, if you're playing a team with, you know, a big bear in the middle, then you probably yes. need Hernan Gomez to eat sure. up some of those minutes as opposed to Jackson Hayes. So if you're playing a team that goes smaller, you know, then I could certainly see Jackson Hayes and his athleticism with the second unit. But Jackson Hayes would be the one who would lose his spot. And look, you know, that's what it should be. I mean, a starting five or a finishing five of C.J., B.I., Herb, Zion, and Jonas, you Absolutely. know, hypothetically is, is pretty mm. strong. And then yes. figure out the bench unit in the reserves down the stretch. But I certainly think it would be – Jackson and or Willie Hernan Gomez's minutes that would be getting crushed because of uh, 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 a Zion return. And then don't don't forget this. You know, Larry Nance Jr. is a really a couple oh, player yes. as well. And in his minutes have to come from somewhere. Those are the mm -hmm. minutes I think we're seeing right now from Najee Marshall. And mm -hmm. then I also think 
he may eat into Willie and Jackson's minutes a little bit too because, look, I love Jackson Hayes, what he's been able to do in recent weeks using his athleticism, but I'm pretty sure Larry Nance Jr. could, could do that, and if you really need to win games, he may be the veteran guy who's been there, done that. So I'm curious to see when Nance gets back how his minutes are, are or who, who they're allotted to, and then also if and when Zion gets back, you know, who gets bumped down, and, and obviously I think it's Hayes and, and Hernan Gomez. Right, I agree 100%, because, again, I think Nance is going to be a big part of this team down the stretch if, he, if he's healthy. Again, he's just he's a solid pro, doesn't need the basketball to be effective, and he does all the little things that you need from a guy coming off the bench. So I'm excited to see him on the court. I want to just shift gears to the Saints with just about nine minutes left in our conversation. Again, the uh, franchise tag was not given to either Marcus Williams or Toronto Armstead uh, today. There's been rumors that the Saints are at least uh, in conversation have an interest in Tyran Matthew. We'll see how that plays out. We saw the two big deals today with uh, Aaron Rodgers re-signing with the um, uh, with the Packers. Again, he's saying that the numbers are being thrown out there are not correct. And, of course, uh, Russell Wilson being traded to Denver. Let's take the quarterback position first. Who is the odds-on favorite in your mind now with those two guys off the board to be the next Saints quarterback? I mean – I would say the favorite is Jameis Winston just because the options are shrinking. But I don't know. I would probably bet on the field. If, if, you had, if I had to make a bet, okay. I would say give me the field. Because while I certainly think the Saints like what they saw in Jameis Winston from the human side, and they like certain aspects of what they saw on the field, I don't know if they are in love with Jameis to offer him a multi-year deal. And maybe another team would. Maybe Seattle would now. Maybe maybe the Colts, if they move off of Wentz, maybe the Steelers would give Jameis a multi-year right. deal. I don't think the Saints look at Jameis breaking down all of his reps and what they see in practice is a guy they look at investing in long-term. So I, I do think if they continue to – if the market continues to shrink, then they need a quarterback. So I think Jameis – the fact that he was here, they know him. They could do the, the bridge quarterback situation for one more year and reassess it in, in a year from now. I don't think that's the best way to go. But, again, mm-hmm. they can't invent the franchise quarterback and make one you know, pop up here on airline drive. But I, I would take the field and then Jameis Winston and then Teddy Bridgewater because, obviously, with Russell Wilson in Denver, Teddy's an unrestricted free agent. The organization has some familiarity with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, another fan favorite here. Then, then you start getting to the Marcus Mariotas, the Mitchell Trubisky's. I think those guys are further down the food chain just because if you're going to go with one of these quote-unquote reclamation projects, so to say, former first-round draft picks who never found their footing that are looking for that second chance, I think the two guys that you know and that know your system, which is still going to be similar with Pete Carmichael remaining as the offensive coordinator, you look at Teddy and you look at Jameis and you say that's probably the way they go. If they can't, you know, trade for a guy they want or they don't plan on drafting somebody, I mean, your options start to become a little bit more limited. Let's talk about Teron Armstead, $13 million in dead money if he doesn't re-sign with the Saints. Uh, neither uh, Armstead nor Williams got the franchise tag today. The Saints did not use that this season. Today was the deadline at 3 p.m. Uh, what, what do you think is in the future for Teron Armstead here in New Orleans? I would love to, to think that he stays, but my gut tells me he goes because this is his last 
it's going to be a mega payday. I mean, there's teams out there with a ton of cap space that need help on the offensive line. Everybody looks at the Bengals, but Miami's got a lot of money, and they need to protect Tua. Jacksonville's got a new head coach uh, and has a franchise quarterback, and they want to protect their guy. So I think there's going to be an offer out there that is jaw-dropping for Teron Armstead. And look, I, look, what Teron Armstead has meant to this community in the locker room, off the field, he's a tremendous asset. I mean, it's one of those draft picks that you look back on when he got drafted in the, the third round out of Arkansas Pine Bluff. It, you know, you, you hoped he would develop after the combine workout he had, and he did. And, and he's been a really good player. Injury prone at times, I know. But when he plays, he's a difference maker on that offensive line and for that offense. But it's just, what is the price? And, and again, I just think it's going to be, I think he's going to, for, and I'm all for players taking, hey, the, the most money you can for as long as you can because you don't get to play this game for that, for that long of a time. I just think there's going to be an offer out there that, that the Saints can't compete with. It, it'll remind me, and again, it's not apples to apples, so to say. Mm-hmm. But I remember Scott Fujita, who I'm, I'm still friends with. You know, right. he spent four years here in New Orleans, was a team captain, was a quality player on this team, and the Cleveland Browns were rebuilding their organization. And they told Scott Fujita, we are offering you more money than anybody else because we want your leadership, your intangibles, the fact that you just won a Super Bowl. But if you walk out that door, this deal walks out that door with you. And, and he told me he took the deal because it was just so much more money for the mm-hmm. security of he and his family. I think Teron Armstead is going to have to make a tough decision because I think he loves New Orleans and wants to be here, but I just think he's going to get too much money to go someplace else. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I mean, I just, uh, I'd like to be able to see a long-term deal done, but then at the same time, you've got to worry about the injuries. There's so many intangibles. Situation with Teron Armstead, 31, the $13 million in dead money you'll have to eat this year. You can't, it's not like you can split that over two seasons. Uh, that's kind of, that comes due immediately. So, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, of moving parts in the background on, again, why you need him back, why you want him back, and then, again, maybe can you compete with other teams. The other one is Marcus Williams. Uh, he's looking for Jamal Adams' money, $17 million a year. I don't think he's worth it, okay? But, again, this is Dennis Allen is the head coach. He's a defensive coach. Maybe he doesn't want his free safety going elsewhere. What do you think happens with Marcus Williams? I, I Again, I hope Marcus Williams is back because, uh, while I don't know if Sean Payton was ever a fan or, like, a diehard fan of his, I think Dennis Allen is. And I think Dennis Allen likes the way he plays center field so to say, for his, for his defense. Now, that being said, Marcus Williams should not be one of the five highest-paid safeties in the NFL. Agreed. He just shouldn't be. So, look, there's 32 starting free safeties in the NFL. I would say Marcus Williams, I can make an argument that he's high watermark, six, seven, eight, and he's no lower than probably 12, 13, 14. So he is one of the top one-third free safeties in the NFL. I, I, like I said, I, I would probably put him somewhere between 6 and 10 as one of the top 10 safeties in the NFL, but not one of the three to five best free safeties in the NFL. So I don't know if he should get break-the-bank money like, like one of the highest paid at his position. So I hope that he and the Saints, once he tests the market, I, I, I do think there'll be a team that overpays for Teron Armstead because protecting the quarterback is paramount and he plays more of a position of need. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if, if Marcus Williams gets the break, the bank deal. So my gut tells me that while Armstead may leave, I think Williams may understand that from a situational fit with a head coach now that is a fan of his, 
and the money he can make, he ends up back here uh, in New Orleans on a long-term being, deal. Uh, it'll be yeah. interesting to see again. Uh, when you, I agree with you. The, uh, Pro Football Focus has him as a top seven safety. Uh, again, you look at the top leaders. Again, Buda Baker made $14.75 million last year. He was the fourth highest ranked uh, um, uh, safety in terms of pay last year. Uh, Tyran Matthews uh, is, is an unrestricted free agent. There's been rumors out there that there's an interest for the Saints that they can't sign Williams. He Again, he was making $14 million a year with, with Kansas City last year. So, you know, what's the... Uh, you know, what's the, 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 the parameters here in terms of trying to get a deal done with Williams, who, again, obviously has skins on the wall here in New Orleans? Yeah, look, I, I, I think that um, I, I think that they want to get a deal done. And again, I just I don't know, you know, like, I, again, I don't know what the market will be for him out there. I do think that he will have a market. But I think when the dust settles, the Saints have always structured contracts in a unique, creative way. I think they will be able to structure a contract to keep mm-hmm. Marcus Williams. And maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm, you know, sprinkling fairy dust on that. But I think they lose to Ron Armstead. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think they will, too, unless they can somehow, again, talk him into, into working on a deal where, you know, again, he can be here long term, uh, get the money, but maybe not as much money as he'll get elsewhere. But I'm with you. This is his last right. contract. And, and you've got to strike. Again, you have no choice. And let me say this. Yeah, and again, I don't know if you say not as much as he gets elsewhere. Like, I, I think if it comes down to, and look, it's, us, it's easy for us to talk about a sure. million here, a million there. Oh, I'd like to have a million dollars. And <laughs> so, uh, but I do think that what you're saying, and if I'm interpreting it correctly, mm-hmm. what I think is I think the deals he's going to get are going to be comparable to what New Orleans wants to sign him for, not what he wants. Like, maybe there is a team out there that values Marcus Williams and wants to make him one of the highest paid safeties right. in the NFL. My gut tells me that's not the case, that the Saints deal is going to be extremely comparable to other deals he receives. Therefore, he will get a long-term deal done here. Even if it's a little bit less, it may be, I want to stay here in this situation with this team, Mm -hmm. and that's the best situation. Now, if he gets a break as a bank deal, sure, take it. Go for it. If the team wants to give him that, and and again, and maybe if if a team out there says Teron Armstead's injury history scares us away, maybe he stays. But my opinion right now is Armstead gets a break-the-bank deal and leaves, and Williams doesn't and ends up working with the Saints because the deals he receives are comparable to what New Orleans is offering him. He's Fletcher Mackle, Channel 6 Sports. Fletch, tell us a little bit about what you got coming up for us on, on the sports. Also, again, uh, what's happening with your blog and any mock drafts. Uh, and, of course, how, how folks can follow you on social media. Yep, uh, I write, you know, columns and mock drafts for WDSU.com and our social media platforms. My social of choice is Twitter at Fletcher WDSU, and we've got a lot today. Pelicans, Memphis, you talked about it. Russell Wilson not coming to New Orleans. And my colleague, Sharif Aishak, was out at the uh, first Tulane football spring practice. They're trying to bounce back after a pretty yeah. disappointing 2021 kicking off practice today for spring football. Beautiful. Uh, at Fletcher Mackle on Twitter, as always, appreciate your time, bud. All right, Eric. Fletcher Mackle, Channel 6 Sports, joining us here on the program. Hey, don't forget about Burkhart. If you're in the market for a new air conditioner heating system, uh, again, all I'm asking you to do is have Burkhart come out and give you a price. Ask about that 25% energy reduction guarantee. Again, ask about industry. I'm going to ask about financing as well. Also, again, the opportunity to, have to sit down with Burkhardt, um, um, with Burkhardt and be able to find out again, uh, you know, what they're doing for you before and after the sale. You know, again, how they're constructing that, constructing that duct work, uh, you know, at their facility.
facility out in, in Mandeville. Uh, again, using, again, the latest in technology to make sure, again, they got the right load on, again, uh, on, on, on your, on your uh, system to make sure you're cooling every single room in, in, in your home, heating every single room in your house. Again, it's part of what they do when they come in and, and, and they do the layout of your home. Everything is, again, modern technology is what they're using today. So, again, Nate certified technicians. Uh, and you look at, again, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. Uh, that, that is, again, that's for service after the sale. And, again, always there to be able to, again, answer any of your questions when it comes to your air conditioning heating system. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, truly a company can trust. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. All right, thanks to Fletcher Mack for joining us. In the second hour at, at 535, it'll be Ross Jackson of Locked On Saints podcast. We'll be right back after these messages. When it comes to all the country, New Orleans comes to 1061 Nash Icon. It's another Nash Night Out with Chris Stapleton. Get tickets every day while you work with Scott Innes. It's a Nash Night Out with Chris Stapleton. At the Smoothie King Center this October, tickets every day. Only from New Orleans Country Giant. 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Sylvania. On dark, foggy roads, do your fog lights provide the visibility you need? Upgrade to LEDs from Sylvania, the leader in automotive lighting. Experience how advanced optical design leads to superior downroad clarity. Visit the Sylvania website to find your LED bulbs today. 10 eastbound, your delays remain solid right at the Bonnet Carey Spillway. That's due to an accident on 10 eastbound over on the shoulder. The delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past Orleans to the high rise. Look out for delays on the 610 on the westbound side from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge and on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. Look out for delays if you're traveling eastbound along the Crescent City Connection and the Pontchartrain Expressway from before Chapatulas to the Claiborne Earhart exit. Look out for delays that are steady if you're traveling along the westbound side of the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Delays pick back up on the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Look out for delays if you're traveling on the 310 going southbound from just before St. Rose to the Luling Hornville exit. And look out for accidents Canal at North Scott, also South Carrollton at Aloha and Dauphine at Andre. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. 
Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring steak night, Wednesday, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filet. Friday nights, hot ball crawfish, 6 p.m. till. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff sports, and hot ball crawfish. This is Eric Asher. Have you noticed that it's more and more common these days that products are hard to find or even sold out? Well, I'm here to tell you that air conditioning equipment doesn't have to be one of those things. The folks at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating take your comfort seriously, but that means they keep the product on hand so when your AC breaks, they got a replacement ready. So never wait. Never worry. When you need help, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service, independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Tired of being tired. New ZQuil Pure Z's Restorative Herbal Sleep is a melatonin-free sleep aid made with clinically studied plant-based ingredients to help promote better restorative sleep. Sleep this good, feel this good. Hey folks, you've heard me talk about Dave Miet Insurance as it pertains to uh, my um, Insurance for the house and, and of course, um, you know, dealing with the flood insurance, everything as far as that goes. Uh, you know, we talked about, again, when it comes to your health insurance or, or again, when um, uh, you're looking for, new, for again, a, a car insurance as well. But, uh, you know, something I'm neglected to talk about, which is, again, a uh, mainstay of what Dave does is if you're a contractor, if you're a professional, if you're a business owner, if you're a property owner, if you're looking for general liability, professional liability, builder's risk, workman's comp, if you're looking for, for commercial property automobile coverage for commercial and business customers, Dave is your go-to guy. Look, I, I, I've been in the private sector where you've had to deal with insurance agencies. And, again, you're trying to be able to get that certificate so you can start work. And I've heard, again, from a myriad of contractors, man, I'm waiting on a certificate to come through. Wait on man, look, you don't have to worry about that with Dave Mead Insurance. Okay? If, if, you're, if you, again, are a business owner, he is there for you front and center. Again, first of all, he searches over 50 companies for the best coverage, for the best price for you, the consumer. Then again, an opportunity for you to be able to, again, sit down at any time or make a phone call to him directly at 504-556-0809 to go over your insurance needs, to make any changes that need to be made. And again, also to get his expertise on, again, what you need to cover you to make sure you're covered in case of, again, uh, you know, uh, something happens, obviously, an accident, something on the job. So if you're looking for a company that's going to have your back when it comes to your insurance, that answers the phone, that, that is, again, there, availability and when you need them, Dave Miet Independent Insurance Agency, here's the one. Dave Miet Insurance, D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-I-N-S-A-G-C.com is the website. 
Call him directly on his on his phone line at 504-556-0809. Set up a, 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 a meeting at his office on Veterans Take the Shogun. Maybe you go break some bread together, okay? But then you'll find out what I've known now for years. Dave Miet Insurance has your back, no matter what your needs, whether, again, it's a contractor, whether you're a business owner, or, again, it's your own homeowner's insurance, or, again, insurance for, for again, your, your, your family, or, again, your automobile. It's a one-stop shop. It's D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A-C.com. Or if you want to save, call David, 504-556-0809. All right, let's jump back into it. I want to thank Fletcher Mack for joining us on the program. Always good to have Fletcher on the show. Um, again, interesting comments about, um, uh, about um, Zion Williamson. Um, there, uh, the Bill, Bill Simmons on the, on the uh, low, po- low uh, podcast today said that uh, he heard that Zion has, has, has dropped 24 pounds. If you see the pictures of him around town, it looks like he's dropped a bunch of weight. So, again, weight doesn't seem to be, again, the, and i got air quotes here, the issue here. The issue for Zion is, again, to be able to, um, uh, to, be able to get healthy. Look, we had uh, Gary Scheffler on yesterday from GLS, uh, and, you know, he talked about, uh, again, the, the issues that Zion is having. Uh, and a lot of that has to do with his gait, the, the, the way he moves, again, the way he walks. Uh, he's got more of a duck-type walk. And uh, he believes he's going to have uh, problems throughout his career unless he could get recoded. That's something that obviously Gary does um, and does very well, not just, again, for the everyday person that's out there, okay, whether you're a weekend warrior or just, again, you're having issues, but also, again, for professional athletes. Um, If you get on his Facebook page, it is a who's who of professional athletes that are training right there in Marrero, again, with, 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 um, with Gary. And so, again, that, that's his business. That's what he does. And, of course, he's tried to get in touch with the, with the Pels, Aaron Nelson. Uh, again, they, they, he believes supposedly it's a quote-unquote fad. Uh, you know, we'll see how this kind of plays out. But eventually to see when Zion can get on the court. See, this is one of those nights where you say, man, you wish you had him, right? Brandon Ingram. Right hamstring soreness, questionable for tonight's game, a nationally televised game against the um, Memphis Grizzlies. Again, losing in overtime to, to the Denver Nuggets after starting 4-0 coming out of the, uh, the break. You know, you don't want to drop two in a row here, okay? You just don't. Uh, and, and really to two top teams, two playoff teams, uh, especially if they're, if they're full strength. Look, I think if they're full strength, they'll give Memphis everything they can handle tonight in Memphis. I'm telling it right now. If, 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 if Brandon can go, and he can play at a high level, they're going to give him everything they can handle. If he's not there, it's going to be much more difficult. There's no doubt about it. Again, he is playing at an, at, at an all-star level right now. Uh, and, uh, again, just in, in the flow. I mean, you can see it. I mean, he's just knocking down shot after shot defensively. I mean, just look, the cohesion on this team is, is unlike I've seen in a long, long time. And, and i got to give a lot of credit to C.J. McCollum, man. He's come in, and he's taken over the leadership role of this team. He's made feel, everybody feel comfortable. As the point guard, his distribution, his facilitation has been second to none. Um, you know, uh, on and off the court, you know, the veterans they have on this team now. You saw Larry Nance Jr. going to uh, Jackson Hayes the other day uh, when he was standing at the scores table telling him about the defense they were going into. I mean, just, uh, just guys that, again, have high basketball IQs that are on this team right now. Uh, so again, it bodes well for them going into uh, into a, a a play a play-in tournament and possibly getting into the playoffs. And, and I don't know if we'd have said that a month and a half, two months ago. But C.J. McCollum is is a, is a game changer for this team uh, in in terms of his ability to be able not just to to be again uh, the the guy that can score off the dribble on his own, but also creating for others. Uh, I, I said it. Look, I don't like him wearing number three, but that's his number, right? Number three should have been should have been retired already. 
Chris Paul's number should have been retired. But this dude is the closest thing to Chris Paul we've seen in New Orleans. Okay? I mean, you look at all – I mean, with all due respect to Drew Holiday. I mean, what he's been able to do in terms of leadership on the court, off the court, uh, the camaraderie now, again, understanding what the Pelicans need out of him, and, and, and lifting everyone else's game. I mean, it's been, it's been remarkable. It really has. So, uh, again, uh, uh, good news for, uh, uh, for, for the – I'm sorry, for the Pels that, that they obviously have him. Bad news that you have a possibility of losing to Brandon Ingram. And, look, we know how Aaron Nelson is, right? Aaron Nelson is not going to chance – Brandon Ingram, to be able to play in a game against the Memphis Grizzlies. Matter of fact, again, I've said before, they go, he goes kind of overboard in a lot of cases of, again, keeping guys out to make sure they're 100% healthy before they get back in. So hopefully this is not going to be an extended period of time where you're not going to have Brandon Ingram on the floor. Hopefully we see him tonight, no doubt about it. Um, as far as Alvin Kamara, he was supposed to go to court today uh, for the fight up in Las Vegas, uh, you know, by the elevator, by the Las Vegas club. Um, the uh, it has now been pushed to late April. Uh, the attorneys and, and the three co-defendants in the battery case said they were waiting to receive more records for the prosecution. We, uh, again, as it pertains to the incident that happened during the Pro Bowl weekend uh, in February, uh, none of the four men uh, involved. Uh, again, uh, uh, Darren Young, Percy Harris, they were friends of of Kamara supposedly. Uh, Chief defensive back Chris Lamons and Kamara were were at the hearing today. Uh, they were represented by counsel. Uh, and uh, supposedly Kamara's been on in, in Paris on vacation uh, with, with T. Cooper, uh, his partner, a WNBA player, according to the uh, Times-Picayune. Uh, now, there were no pleas for any, uh, any of the parties that were entered at the hearing. Uh, again, uh, they just to continue the case on April the 25th. Uh, so, again, we'll see how that goes. I've I got to tell you right now. I'll say it one more time. I am shocked. Like, again, blow me away shocked, right, that we have not seen this footage yet. I mean, you think TMZ, somebody would have this footage. Uh, this footage has not been, been um, released to the public yet. Uh, again, when, when you look at the, uh, you know, we, we all want to see the video. Everybody wants to see the video because it's just so out of character of Alvin Kamara to be, again, pushing someone and then, again, beating him and kicking him uh, uh, and, 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 and hitting him repeatedly at, at least what they said, what they said, at least four times after the guy was knocked out. It's just out of character. So, I mean, again, I almost got to see it to believe it here, right? But we'll see how that plays out. Now, that's going to go into April the 25th, uh, which I believe is right around Jazz Fest, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so we'll find out more about the Alvin Kamara situation. Look, Chris Godwin was franchised by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers today. I had mentioned that I would be raiding the Bucs, right? Okay, I'm going after Godwin. I'm going after Fournette. I'm, I'm going after maybe an O.J. Howard uh, who might be a, like a mid-level uh, uh, tight end that could, that could uh, again, come at a decent price for the Saints. That's again, really has not done anything uh, significant with Tampa Bay, but, um, you know, could have an opportunity with, a, with, again, a new team to be able to reach what we thought he was going to be coming out of college, right? Um, I mentioned earlier today, and, and I want to get into this a little, bit, a little bit deeper in a few minutes, uh, that uh, uh, the Saints uh, decided not to tag neither Toronto Armstead nor Marcus Williams. So both those guys become unrestricted free agents next week. Uh, remember, the legal tampering period starts Monday through Wednesday. Wednesday the 16th uh, is the um, – uh, is the start of free agency. So, we'll, we'll, again, we'll find out more then about that. Uh, did want to go with the, the big news of today before I get back to the Saints, uh, which, again, is um, the, the Packers and, and Aaron Rodgers have, have agreed supposedly now, okay, on a full-year $200 million deal, $153 million of that guaranteed. Now, 
that that was until Aaron Rodgers, Ian Rappaport reported that. That was before uh, Rodgers came on uh, Twitter uh, at about 1.43 this afternoon and said, and I will, I, will, I will read it directly to you. Hey, everyone, just want to clear some things up. Yes, I will be playing with the Packers next year. However, the reports of me signing a contract are inaccurate, uh, as are the supposed terms of the contract that I signed. He did that in, in, in air quotes. Um, I'm very excited to be back for year 18. Again, but he's saying that, that again, the deal that's being reported by, uh, again, those within the NFL uh, media is incorrect. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, uh, they were talking about $50 million a year for, for, uh, for Aaron Rodgers. So he's off the table, right? We didn't. Once Sean Payton walked out the door, I had no illusions that the Saints were going to get either Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. Just didn't think it was, it was, was in the cards. Today, Russell Wilson has moved. Okay, he has traded. Uh, Tom Placerio reported today that the Seahawks have agreed in principle to trade, again, quarterback Russell Wilson. Uh, the package includes, again, um, uh, Drew Locke, Shelby Harris, t- tight end um, uh, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris being a defensive tackle. Uh, again, uh, also, um, the, there'll be multiple first-round picks that, that are going to um, uh, the Seahawks. Um, the the, the, the uh, Denver also sent a fourth round. Uh, I'm sorry, Seattle sent a uh, fourth round pick back uh, with um, with uh, Russell Wilson, uh, but the Denver's deal is two first rounders, two second rounders, a fifth rounder, Drew Locke, Shelby Harris, Noah Fant. That is an expensive proposition for a guy like Russell Wilson, who again is when healthy, one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. A lot of people have been and been asking the question, has he taken just a pounding with the Seattle Seahawks? Is he not the same guy he was three years ago? Okay? That, and it's, it's a legitimate question. Uh, so they get Drew Locke in return, Shelby Harris defensive tackle, Noah Fant, not a bad tight end. Uh, again, uh, two first-rounders, two second-rounders, a fifth-rounder. They saw, Seattle gets a, sends a fourth-rounder and also Russell Wilson to Denver. So that's done. There, he's, off, he's off the board here. Uh, so where do the Saints go now? Look, I've said it before. To me, it just only makes sense to go with Jameis Winston, okay? Now, a lot of that has to do with what's going to be the market for Jameis Winston. I mean, it really does. I mean, again, Winston is coming off a of knee surgery, right? He's got $3 million in dead money on the books. So all this money we're talking about, dead money, that, that's going to be, again, added to if ultimately they don't, they're not able to re-sign Toronto Armstead, $13 million in dead money. And then another $3 million in dead money if they're not able to re-sign um, um, Jameis Winston. So that add that to, again, the tally. is $33 million right now. Again, I'm not worried about it. The Saints have the contracts to be able to, uh, to, to renegotiate, uh, to be able to get under the cap. We know that. That'll be happening within the next few days. Again, they have to be under the cap by Wednesday of next week. So we'll see how this kind of plays out. The question is, what are the Saints willing to do? Are they willing to sign him to a multi-year deal? I mean, is, is, is Jameis going to come in and say, All right, I'm willing to run it back for a year again? He did that last year, obviously. Wasn't a, a lot of a market for, for Jameis Winston. Uh, he felt comfortable in New Orleans. Felt like he was going to be the heir apparent to, uh, to Drew Brees after he retired. Well, he was playing very well, very well, until, until he got injured. Um, and there is some conjecture out there 
that without the shadow of Sean Payton on that sidelines, that maybe again he'll revert back to the old Jameis. Who knows? We know he's been in town. He's taking some selfies. We know that every time he's, he's working out on social media, he's got a Saints shirt on. So maybe, again, that's showing his allegiance for the Saints. But, again, to me, is it going to be a multi-year deal or one-year prove-it-to-me deal? Well, that depends on the market, okay? The Steelers are, 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 in, in, are rumored to have an interest. You heard Fletcher Mackle say that, again, even the, the Seattle Seahawks got Drew Locke, maybe they might have an interest in, in Jameis Winston. We don't know, ultimately, again, who is going to have an interest. Obviously, again, uh, when the legal tampering period starts on, on Monday, we'll get maybe a clearer picture of, again, who may be wanting Jameis Winston and how much they're willing to pay. How much they're willing to pay. Uh, obviously, the Saints would like to get away with, again, a, a minimum contract. Last year, they paid him $1 million, and then there was a $6.5 million in incentives. Based on, again, seven games, I'm not sure of how much that incentive money was actually paid off to Jameis Winston. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to do that research tonight to see if I can find that, but I could not find that this afternoon as I was looking for it. So I'm interested to see, again, how much he did make total with the Saints last year. But, look, he's going to look. He's gone now a couple years without making big money. Now, yes, he made a lot of money, a lot of money with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But, again, you know, quarterbacks, again, they, they want to get paid like everybody else. And is he in a position now where maybe the Saints are the only ones that have an interest? Or if he has an interest now, can he play those two off to off each other? I will say this about Mickey Loomis. We already know this. We've known it again since Mickey Loomis again really became the, uh, the cap guy, the quote-unquote general manager here. They have a number they assign to a player, uh, a parameter, which they're, how high they're willing to go. And they will not go higher than that. They will let the player walk rather than, go, rather than consider to be overpaying for that player. So we'll be interested to see again how this kind of plays out uh, with with, um, uh, with with Jameis Winston. Um, when you look at it, to me, it, it seems like he's the best option. The other guy, obviously, would be Teddy Bridgewater, who's an unrestricted free agent. The good thing about both of those guys is you're not giving up draft capital. You're not giving up players. Okay, you're subtracting players off your roster to go out and get a quarterback. I've said it before. You take Rodgers and, and, and Wilson off the, off the bar market, and the next tier of quarterbacks, Jameis Winston is in that tier with Garoppolo. And, and again, so, you know, and, uh, you can, some can say maybe the next tier down is Bridgewater, and maybe you know, even further down is maybe Wentz, some of these other guys. But to me, I'm not going on. I'm not, I'm not, again, packaging a big package to go get Garoppolo. Fourth, fifth round pick, maybe. But even then, there's question marks. I mean, the, again, he had so, shoulder surgery, throwing shoulder, his thumb on his throwing hand, injured and, and also surgery repaired. They're saying he's not going to be ready till camp. He's got to learn a new system, has to learn, again, his again new, new teammates. It just seems, again, when you look at it, that Jameis Winston will, would be the logical choice for the Saints if they can get a deal done. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If your heater is out, and again, you're going to need it this weekend, North Shore, very, very cold temperatures. Again, you've been putting it off. Call my friends at Burkhardt. They'll be out there quickly to get that heater up and running for you. Even, again, cleaning out the heating system, doing whatever is necessary. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call. Doesn't matter what type of system you have in your home or your business. They're authorized to service it. But truly, a company you can trust. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACpromise.com. ACpromise.com. 
Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill. 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Group. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my AC ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing and they can work on any AC system on the market. Burkhardt gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that AC this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I 10 in Metairie. I grew up in Metairie. I've been here my whole life. Meet New Orleans native Marie, who was a loyal shopper at certain stores here for years. Then she found Diamonds Direct. The selection is huge and unlimited. The value is amazing. What you get for your price is so much more competitive. Marie went from a one-carat diamond to a two-carat diamond for a price she never imagined was possible. It makes me smile every time I look at it, and it sparkles. Today, Marie is on a mission, telling people not to buy jewelry anywhere here until they check out Diamonds Direct. I'm so excited that Diamonds Direct came to New Orleans. Very laid back, very southern hospitality. I have tried to tell people you need to give them a shot and people who have have been absolutely thrilled. Diamonds Direct, forever changing how people here buy diamonds, engagement rings and fine jewelry with value, selection and fun. I always come out sparkling because it happens to be my happy place. On Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall. If you're looking for a local professional Louisiana contractor who has thousands of squares of material in stock right in our Luling warehouse, you have found him. We can get the material out to the job and we can get the job done. Han Roofing refuses to use the cheapest products they can find. Why would anyone want to shop for the cheapest price for their insurance company? Call Han Roofing today. The number is 504-737-2228. 504-737-2228. 
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6, 4 to 6 each and every week, weekday right here on 106.1 FM. Thanks to Fletcher Mackle joining us in hour number one. Ross Jackson, Locked on Saints podcast, joins in hour number two. We'll be right back. Catch the three rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my AC ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing, and they can work on any AC system on the market. Burkhardt gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that AC this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Welcome back. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial, bringing you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. I'm Eric Asher. 
iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app on the on digital platforms. Also, again, Nash FM 106.1 and EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base, but you can catch us on your favorite podcasting platform. And, of course, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on uh, Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Um, also, don't forget the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Mike Dettillier is my guest. Fletcher Mackle joined us in hour number one. Ross Jackson joins us at the bottom of this hour from uh, Locked On Saints podcast and Saints Wire. Breaking news out of the NCAA. Uh, reading from um, our good friend Glenn Gilbo's um, um, article on OutKick. Um, it is uh, the... Uh, Expected notice from the allegations from the NCAA basketball recruiting and LSU has come to fruition. Um, he, write, he writes that LSU basketball coach Will Wade will be in ser- may be in serious trouble with the NCAA uh, and be- because of the alleged recruiting violations uh, back going back to 2019. Uh, LSU, again, recently received the expected notice of allegations from the NCAA. That's according to Sports Illustrator's Pat Forty who, again, was part of that Yahoo.com group that that both broke the story in March of 2019. Uh, um, Again, the story featured uh, Will Wade on the 2017 uh, wiretap of the FBI uh, talking about uh, Javante Smart Smart getting, again, a strong-ass offer. Uh, Again, um, uh, the Tigers are on their way to uh, to the SEC tournament. Again, they they play Thursday in in Tampa. Uh, They're the fifth seed, um, and... um, Again, most uh, most people believe that they're going to be in the tournament. Um, the NCAA has been investigating uh, the uh, the LSU basketball program, the LSU football program, uh, again, and also again the the, the university um, uh, for again recruiting violations, again the Title IX violations that that uh, that it's been dealing with. Uh, of course, there was part of the remember the documentary called The Scheme, uh, which was which was aired in March of 2020, which again put a bullseye. On, on, on Will Wade and, of course, the, um, the situation with, um, with Javante Smart, the alleged uh, uh, money that was given to him and his family. Remember that, that Javante Smart and his family denied any type of, again, under-the-table money uh, given to him or his family. Um, according to uh, Glenn Gilbo, um, LSU Athletic Director uh, for External Relations, Verge Osbury, did not respond for a request for comment uh, from... Um, uh, from uh, OutKick, nor did uh, Scott Woodward uh, respond to the story. The notice of allegations comes four months after, again, members of the complex case unit uh, of the NCAA's Independent Accountability Review Process, IARP, interviewed Wade over a two-day period. NCAA officials have also interviewed one of Wade's assistants at the time. The IRAP is a separate entity uh, from the NCAA used for serious cases and complex cases. Okay. Um, uh, it'll be interesting to see again how this kind of plays out. We do we do know that uh, again um, uh, that Wade's contract was amended to allow LSU to fire him for cause and do not own any remaining money on that contract. Should it be uh, should they be investigated for a level one or level two NCAA violation? Um, the level of violations involved in this notice reportedly been received uh, by LSU is not known at this time. Uh, Wade makes um, 2.5 million dollars a year. His contract goes through 20 of 2023. So LSU is now going to have a month to respond to the notice of allegations. Then the, the uh, complex case units will, 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 will file a response, and LSU's hearing will be scheduled with an NCAA ruling and a delivery of LSU possible punishment, probation, or sanctions after that. 
uh, LSU case could be finished by next fall, according to um, Glenn Gilbo of OutKick. So, again, we'll see how this kind of plays out. This has dragged on extremely too long. Um, uh, the, the, the most that, that, again, we're hearing they have is, is again, the, the, the tape, which was ambiguous at best, right? Uh, and, again, there is no smoking gun here unless, again, someone is coming forward saying, again, uh, that they, they, they paid off, uh, you know, someone, meaning Javante Smart and his family, who have denied that. So we'll see how it plays out. Um, but the NCAA has had a bullseye on Will Wade and the program, obviously since that, that wire, FBI wiretap. I've said it before, and I'll say it again, ladies and gentlemen, okay? They will blow up the basketball program, okay? They have killed Monkey now on the LSU women's side. They'll blow up the men's basketball program rather than have, again, anybody fool with football. They will give up Will Wade and the basketball program and, and again, take sanctions on the program before, again, LSU will let anybody tinker with the football program, which is the cash cow. And I said it before, look, I doubt they're even going to go after LSU's football team. Because when you look at blue bloods in the NCAA when it comes to football, LSU is a blue blood, okay? When you look at blue bloods in, the, in basketball and you look at, again, the North Carolinas and some of the other programs that, again, have been, uh, again, also accused of, of again, um, uh, NCAA violations, uh, the, the Kansas that have never really come to fruition, right? They go after, what, Arizona, okay? Which you can say, well, maybe it's a little blue blood. No, but blue bloods. Are, are off limits because they make so much money for the NCAA. LSU football makes money for the NCAA. Okay, uh, the, the, the football program on on TV, the prestige of the football program, etc. Basketball, not so much. So to me, LSU would give up the basketball program and start over, scrap it, and start all over again with a new coach, rather than again have anybody touch or touch the football program. But we'll see how it plays out. That's my opinion. We'll see how that kind of plays out. I want to get back to, again, um, um, what, I, what I wanted to really kind of get into in the second hour today. First of all, there are rumors out there that the Saints have an interest in Tyran Matthew. Again, he's 29 years old. He's made two Pro Bowls, two All-Pro teams uh, in his three seasons with Kansas City. Uh, we, we already know that, again, that, uh, look, he's, he is a ball hawk. Okay, he's a versatile defender. Uh, he got 76 tackles, six pass deflections, three fumble recoveries, and a touchdown last season. He, uh, is, he had just finished a three-year, $42 million deal with Kansas City, which paid him $14 million a year. So we know that, again, that um, the Saints have, 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 have still have about $33 million in cap room to be, able to, to be able to overcome. We know there's a possibility that can grow, right? At least $16 more million. $13 million with Toronto Armstead if ultimately he doesn't re-sign with the Saints, and another $3 million if um, Jameis Winston doesn't sign. There's some other players on, that, again, they have dead money that, come to, that can come to fruition uh, that can add to that depending on what happens. Okay, but we're not even going to get into that. We know today that Rodgers is re-signing with the uh, Packers. Wilson, Rod, uh, Russell Wilson was traded to Denver. So the pipe dreams of bringing those guys back are over. So we'll see how that, that kind of plays out. Uh, to me, the Honey Badger rumors are interesting. He's going to demand – I'm interested to see what he's going to demand on the open market. Now, we talked about Williams in the first hour. The, the free agency tag was, was out there, but the, the Saints decided not to tag him. That was about $13 million. Williams is going to want Jamal Williams type, uh, Jamal Adams, pardon me, type money. 17.5 is what he made last year, okay, really about, closer to 17.6. Harrison Smith made 16.1. 
Justin Simmons made 15.2. Buda Baker made 14.7, all right? Jesse Bates III, who was thought to be the best free safety on the market this year, was tagged by the Bengals yesterday. So he's already been tagged. He's off the market. You look at Williams, he's 25. Teron Matthew is, is, is 29. Matthew was a leader. Now, Malcolm Jenkins is getting, getting along in the tooth here. Um, maybe he plays at a high level this year. Maybe he doesn't. You know, again, I, I never was in favor of going out and getting Malcolm Jenkins. I've said that before. Okay, I mean, I just felt like they overpaid for a guy they felt could come in and be a leader. Uh, if it is a Tyron Matthew as opposed to a, a, to a Marcus Williams, he is a guy that is an instant leader. He's a guy that gets you lined up. But, again, look, they, they are similar when you talk about Williams and also Matthew in terms of, you know, the ability to tackle. I think Matthew is a better tackler, but, again, he's also had plays where – Again, he has missed tackles that have cost his teams. Now, he is a ball hawk, and I think more of a ball hawk than even Williams is. Williams has never made a pro bowl on all pro team. Uh, quite the contrary for, again, Tyron Matthew. Uh, pro football focus has Williams as a top seven safety. Uh, you know, but yet he's asking for top money. I mean, how does that equate there? Uh, the Saints, again, didn't, didn't, didn't tag him. So they could have got him for around $13 million a year if they would have tagged him. So they didn't feel like, again, that was something they wanted something long-term. That was the reason why, at least we're hearing, why the Saints weren't interested in, in tagging Williams. If you're asking me for my preference, look, you already know. I'm not a big fan of Marcus Williams. Yes, he's got great range. But, again, the, the, the definition of safety is to be able to tackle and to be able to stop the long play. Okay, you're the last line of defense. He has failed miserably uh, as that player. Uh now, there's their confidence because he knows how to play the defense because you can shade him to one side or the other. Yes, but you can do that with a lot of safeties out there, okay? I just don't think you overpay there. Um, it'll be interesting to see, again, how this kind of plays out because, again, as I mentioned, both are ball hawks, both Matthew and, and, and Williams. Um, if I had to give the edge on tackling, I would probably give it to Tyron Matthew. And leadership, there's no doubt, Tyron Matthew. So we'll see how that plays out. But the rumors are out there that there's an interest there. There's probably an interest if ultimately Williams signs elsewhere. Because, I, again, I agree with most of the, uh, the correspondents that we brought on this program uh, that he is a favorite of, De- of Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen would like to have him back. And Dennis Allen's calling the shots now. We talked about Toronto Armstead, okay? Can you work out a backloaded deal that, that again, that, that they can, that the long-term deal, that the Saints can maybe match the money but spread it out a little bit a little bit uh, further within the cap. You don't want to eat another $13 million this year. You don't want to. You don't want to, but yet you don't want to overpay a 31-year-old um, um, left tackle who, when he is healthy, is one of the best in the league. But the health has been the problem. He's th- th- 31 in July. He's missed nine games in 2021 because of elbow and knee injuries. He had surgery repairs right knee. Again, he's missed 21 games combined from 2016 to 2018. Look, shoulder, hip, knee, pectoral injuries, okay? And, and so, again, he's been an often injured player. Now, look, he's fought through those injuries. Can't say that Teron Armstead has not gone out and tried to play. I can remember in my mind's eye him playing again with a pec injury with one arm, right, trying to defend uh, off, off the, uh, the defensive uh, and the defensive tackles. Uh, he's a leader in that locker room. He's a leader, in, in, again, in, within the city uh, when you talk about Saints players off the field. The $13 million in dead money becomes due the, immediately when he signs for another team. And you cannot split that over two years. So saying, like, you know, $6.5 million 
of this year and six and a half million next year, which you can normally do because these are voidable years in which the Saints used for him. Miami and Cincinnati are said to have an interest. We'll see how that plays out. Miami's got a boatload of money, a boatload. Cincinnati desperately needs help on the offensive line. So we'll see, again, how that plays out. Of course, again, then it brings us to needs for the Saints, right? Quarterback is number one. We talked about Jameis Winston in the first hour. You know, with with Rodgers and Winston off the board now, which I thought was a pipe dream to begin with, uh, then you've got to be able to, again, take a look at what's, what's the next level. Do you go get a Garoppolo and give up draft picks? Uh, and then hope that he's healthy uh, come come week one, okay? And and not maybe having the training camp under the new system because of the surgery repaired shoulder and, and thumb. Uh, do you bring in Teddy Bridgewater, which, which is familiar with the offense, who could not miss a beat and is a leader and is beloved and all those things. But, again, he's not the guy that's willing to take the chances that Jameis Winston is. And then on the chances, do you do, again, can you trust Jameis Winston without the shadow of Sean Payton on that sidelines? It's a legitimate question, ladies and gentlemen. It is. Okay, will he have the same respect uh, for Carmichael or, or, again, Dennis Allen that he had, you know, for, for Sean Payton? We'll, you know, we'll see how that kind of plays out. Look, you'll get the quick hook if you don't, right? The second need to me is, is again, wide receiver. I mentioned today Chris Godwin – has been um, tagged by by the uh, by the Tampa Bay Bucks, so he's off the, he's off the market. Uh, when, when you look at uh, at Cooper at uh, at Dallas, he's supposed to be getting cut, twenty nine million dollar cap hit. He'll be on 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 the street. Saints need a veteran wide receiver. Now we heard Mickey Loomis saying they're going mid level, you know, to to quote unquote low level in terms of free agency. So maybe they're not shooting for the moon here in terms of free agents. Maybe they have to, but they need another veteran and they need draftees. The good news is. The, the, once again, for another year, the wide receiver crop in, in this draft is excellent, fast wide receivers, you know, guys that, again, have played at a high level uh, in, the, in the collegiate game. So you'll be able to get a draftee or two uh, at, at that wide receiver position. And then, of course, a lot depends on what happens over the next, next, next few days. They need a tackle. If, if ultimately, again, Toronto said leaves, if not, maybe they need an offensive lineman that can play multiple positions. They need a safety if Marcus Williams leaves. If not, again, they're, they're pretty good, good on defense. You just have to worry about what happens with Quan Alexander and P.J. Williams. Can you re-sign those guys to, again, um, um, you know, I want to say minimum contracts, but let's say team-friendly contracts going forward? Because both of them, I think, are integral parts of the defense. And then, to me, veteran tight end is necessary. Uh, you know, maybe some of these young tight ends emerge next year. You need a veteran, somebody you can count on. They can catch the football, and they can be a playmaker for this team. Uh, you know, they, they sorely missed that last year with the inconsistency at the, at the tight end position. And then the other one is, with, with the situation with Alvin Kamara, with an aging Mark Ingram, with, again, the two young players that they brought in last year, which did not pan out, you need a running back. I'll say it again. Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette. Okay, to me, he solves every problem for the New Orleans Saints. He is an inside runner. He's an outside runner. He catches the football. Oh, by the way, he is one of the best in the NFL at protecting the quarterback. Okay, so he checks all the boxes for what you're looking for, and I think he can coexist with a healthy Camara in the backfield. You could run them both out the same backfield at the same time. You can utilize them like you've utilized in the past Ingram uh, and, and, also, and also Camara. So, I would like, again, running back is going to have to be a need for this team. Defensively, they're pretty much set 
as long as, again, they, they, they don't really lose a, a lot of players, you know, they lose a Quan, lose a P.J., lose, lose a Williams, then you have to make up for that. It really is the offense in which the Saints really have to, uh, have to really concentrate on this upcoming uh, offseason, and hopefully, again, that will happen. Again, I mentioned earlier today, uh, Aaron Rodgers is, uh, is re-signing with the, um, with the Packers. Supposedly, um, again, four years, $200 million deal. He's saying that, that again, the information that's put out there is incorrect. We do know that Russell Wilson was traded today to Denver. Um, that again, uh, Denver sends two first-rounders, two second-rounders, a fifth-rounder, Drew Locke, Shelby Harris defensive tackle, Noah Fant tight end to the, to the um, Seahawks for a fourth-round pick and, and Russell Wilson. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. Can we just be honest here? That is too rich for the Saints' blood. There's no way you're giving up that. Okay, two first, two seconds, a fifth. Okay, uh, uh, their starting quarterback, uh, a defensive tackle, and a tight end uh, for Russell Wilson. Okay, there's no doubt that Denver overpaid. Denver feels they're very, very close to a Super Bowl if they get that quarterback. Saints can say the same thing, but that is just overpaying. Okay, for a player, for a player that again that could be a descending player. And I'm not trying to knock Russell Wilson, but just look at him over the last couple of years. He's not the same guy that he was. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. The other one I wanted to, I wanted to speak on quickly before we, we get to the bottom of the hour is Calvin Ridley. Look, Calvin Ridley's all over uh, social media, all over Twitter right now, you know, trying to be able to um, make excuses for, again, betting on football. Look, I, I added Demario Davis last night because he made some really good points on, um, on, on, on social media, on Twitter. Number one, if you're an NFL player, you cannot bet on games, okay? I mean, again, Alex Karras, Paul Horning, who's in the Hall of Fame, they bet on games. They had a year suspension. Pete Rolls, okay, his punishment was, was much stronger than anything the NFL's done. Again, banned from baseball, still not in the Hall of Fame. Again, too severe of a punishment for, for, for Pete Rose, who I believe should be in the Hall of Fame right now. But it is what it is. The NFL slapped Calvin Ridley on the wrist based on, again, what Pete Rose, what he got. But it's, it's still in line with what Alex Karras and Paul Horning got in the 60s when they were betting on football, right? So, again, that year suspension. To me, the suspension is warranted. One year for, for betting on games. But I'm going to say this. The NFL is a bunch of hypocrites, and they continue to be. Uh, the owners cannot incentivize coaches or players to lose games, okay? To me, loss of ownership needs to be the penalty. And... Again, we'll see what the situation is down in Miami. But I don't hear anybody, okay, coming out of the NFL saying that, again, that Stephen Ross is going to lose, again, the, the ownership of the Miami Dolphins, okay? I don't hear that. And if I'm a player, I'm pissed off because ultimately, again, you're trying to win. And if you're going to have owners that are incentivizing their team or players or coaches to lose so they can get a better draft pick, to me, that goes against everything, again, that, 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 that encompasses, again, fair play and, and, and trying to be able to win for your fan base and, and, and also, again, trying to be, again, uh, trying to win in the NFL. The other part of this, when they want to talk about the integrity of the game, because this is what it's about, the integrity of the game, right, is you can't have part-time officials. And the incompetence that we've seen over the last five years, okay, when it comes to NFL officials that affect the outcome, full-time officials are the answer. But the NFL, with the billions that it makes every single year, are too cheap to go out there and, again, have full-time officials. So when you ask me, the integrity of the game is still at stake here. 
The NFL is partnering now with 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 again uh, with, uh, with 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 gambling uh, uh, houses with again with uh, with all, you know the gambling apps etc. Uh, you know again they've they're all in like the NBA is right now. Uh, you've got to be able to again make sure that your product is beyond reproach, and it's far from that now. From again the horrible officiating to again the uh, the, ac- the the accusations that an owner. Would, 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 again, give an incentive for a coach to lose games. And then, of course, now a, a, an NFL player, even though he says he, he bet $1,500, doesn't matter. He bet $1,500 on his own team, but on, on the NFL, he needs to be suspended. So the NFL's got to get a handle on this, and they got to get a handle on it quickly. And, and, and the first thing would be, again, Stephen Ross got to go. Okay, got you again. Take away his privilege of being an owner in the NFL. There are plenty of individuals, even minorities, that would love to be able to own the Miami Dolphins. Okay, he's got to go. That's number one. Number two, full-time officials. Number three, Calvin Ridley has to be set as an example for NFL players. Again, yeah, it was a fifteen hundred dollar bet, but you're losing millions because you bet on football. Because it's too easy now for these players to bet on football. It's too easy again for this to happen. And you've got to be able to, again, protect the integrity of the game. They keep talking about the shield. The shield is tainted, and it's been tainted for a long time. And nobody knows that better than Saints fans here in New Orleans, okay, who have been robbed not more than, more than one time for an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl because of bad officiating. And, again, I'll say this again. I said it this when Sean Payton was on the sidelines, and I'll say it again before we break. In my opinion, I think we're going to see a new, a new, a, a new uh, a way that the Saints are going to be handled by, by, again, officiating in the NFL. I think there's been a grudge against Sean Payton uh, ever since, again, Viking and Gate. Uh, and, and they tried to get him with Bounty Gate, and even that didn't work. They wanted, they wanted Benson to fire him. Benson refused to fire him. He gave him an extension. And I think at this point, with him gone, maybe the Saints will start seeing some calls go their way. But it still leads to, again, the integrity of the game. I don't want to see the Saints getting a break. I want to see the Saints being given an opportunity again, be, be treated fairly, fairly, across the board, every team fairly. You're not going to have that unless you have full-time officials who are going to be accountable every single week to the NFL and, and have the fear of losing their quote-unquote only job. We'll see how it plays out. I don't anticipate those changes. I don't anticipate Ross losing his ownership. I don't anticipate full-time officials, but I do officiate. I mean, I do, uh, uh, I do anticipate and continue to anticipate the players getting, again, uh, uh, getting suspended and, and, and getting uh, punished for things they do. Unless, of course, the NFL players stand up and say enough is enough. We'll see how that plays out. All right. Don't forget about my friends over at uh, Southern Tire Hickory and Airline in Metairie. If you're in the market for tires, I got I got the place for you. It's Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. 1972, ladies and gentlemen, that's a long time, right? I mean, to have a mechanic shop in this town, a tire shop in this town for that long, you got to be taking care of your customers. Okay, this is this is this is pretty easy. Again, when you have the longevity of a company that has that that stayed along in New Orleans for that long, that means you're taking care of your customers. Wheels and tires at the 30 inches. Financing is available. Largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. Then comes, again, maintaining your vehicle. Again, you're talking about ASC certified technicians. You're talking about the same diagnostic equipment you get in the dealership. And I've said before, I'll go on the limb and say they have more diagnostic equipment, more modern diagnostic equipment than even you get at your, at your local dealership. Because, again, the Piazza have invested in, the, in, that, in that equipment. Uh, then, of course, uh, the Piazza is standing by, behind the work they do. 
Tony Piazza, his son, uh, Tony Jr., his, his, his wife, his daughters, all work over at Southern Tire. It's a family-owned and operated business. You're dealing with the Piazzas when you go, when you go to the Southern Tire. Hickory Nail Line in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3, 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com, check out all the service they provide for their customers, and then, then head on over to Southern Tire, Hickory Nail Line in Metairie, for whether it's your tire needs, vehicle needs in terms of, um, of getting repairs or maintenance, it's Southern Tire, Hickory Nail Line in Metairie. Orleans Country, 1061 Nash Icon is once again your home for New Orleans Privateers basketball. Tune in to Jude Young for all the action as UNO takes on top-rated college basketball teams, including local rivals and Southland Conference foes, in their quest to win championships and return to the NCAA tournament. All season long, set sail with the UNO Privateers on New Orleans Country, 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples has all the innovative tech and tools you need to take on the future of work, all at great prices. Right now, Apple AirPods Pro are only $199, a $50 savings. Offer in 312 while supplies last limit two. Explore what's new at Staples, the working and learning store. Delays remain solid if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from Loyola to Power, and delays pick back up 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. 10 westbound, your delays are solid from just past Elysian Fields to Canal, and delays pick back up on 10 westbound right at Clearview. In the meantime, delays are steady on the 610 on the westbound side from Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge, and on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. On the eastbound side of the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection and the Pontchartrain Expressway with backups from Terry Parkway to the Claiborne Earhart exit. On the westbound side of the Pontchartrain Expressway, delays are steady from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Look out for delays if you're traveling on the 310 going southbound from just before St. Rose to the Luling Hornville exit. Look out for accidents. France near Chef, also Bullard at I-10 Canal at North Scott. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring steak night, Wednesday, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filet. Friday nights, hot ball crawfish, 6 p.m. till. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff sports, and hot ball crawfish. 
This is Eric Asher. Have you noticed that it's more and more common these days that products are hard to find or even sold out? Well, I'm here to tell you that air conditioning equipment doesn't have to be one of those things. The folks at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating take your comfort seriously. That means they keep the product on hand so when your AC breaks, they got a replacement ready. So never wait. Never worry. When you need help, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. The Tour de Lee is a bike ride through Fountain Blue State Park in Mandeville benefiting the Cancer Association of America. Many ride in honor of or in memory of those battling cancer. For more information on how you can be a part of Tour de Lee, visit tourdelee.org. All right, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a generator, think Burkhardt. That's right. Now's the time, right? A lot of folks getting ready for hurricane season. You should. You should be hurricane-proof in your house if you haven't already, uh, making sure you got everything you need for the upcoming hurricane season. And one of those things is, again, a generator for your home. Uh, if you're looking for a generator, remember, Burkhardt are the generator sales and service experts. They'll come out, sit down with you. Probably Jason Burkhardt, they'll do it. So they'll do a, and, and do a consultation with you, find out what you're looking for in terms of generator to, again, power up your home when the electricity goes out or power up your business when the power goes out. So then they'll put you on the calendar for a single-day installs. And as I told you before, folks, finally, generators are starting to move, okay? They're starting to be delivered to the local um, companies that, again, that install them. So, again, they'll put you on the calendar for a single-day install. Then financing available generators. You pay it over time. They'll pay all that money up front. New install quality check after one, one month. That's what they do for everything they install at Burkhardt. It's part of their customer service pledge. And then comes the service after the sale. 24-7, 365 emergency service on your generator. If you utilize your generator 100 hours during the last storm season, you got to have it served by professional. Burkhardt can do that for you. Again, giving you true peace of mind when it comes to your generator. Generator sales and service, go with the pros. Go with the experts. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, Generator Sales and Service, acpromise.com acpromise.com. All right, joining me on the program now, uh, love having him on the show, just a wealth of knowledge, does a great job, really an up-and-comer in our market. Again, he's with Locked on Saints podcast, now with Saints Wire as, as part of, uh, of um, uh, what is it, uh, USA Today, uh, and doing a fantastic job. Ross Jackson joins us on the program. Ross, how are you, bud? Hey, doing very well, very, very well. Appreciate you, uh, as always, having me on. Very glad to be here with you. And, uh, yeah, over at USA Today now, covering stuff with Saints Wire. So very excited for that. And, and I've already, like I said, it comes right to my email box. Uh, and a lot of folks can get that or on their social media pages. And uh, really enjoyed your articles. You and Matty Hudak have done a great job, along with John Singler, again, uh, again putting out some great, great information on a day-in, day-out basis. And uh, really, look, for a guy that does this for a living, uh, I'm looking for correspondents that, again, that dig, that, that have knowledge, that, that, can, that can teach me something. And you've done a great job in doing that, again, on your podcast as well now uh, with, uh, with Saints Wire, part of USA Today. Let's talk about Thank what's you. happened today, though. 
Uh, Aaron Rodgers getting uh, again a, a multi-year deal, even though he is uh, he is um, um, saying that the, the numbers being put out there are incorrect. And then Russell Wilson being traded for a treasure chest uh, of picks <laughs> and players uh, from Seattle to Denver, which leaves us at this point anybody that was hoping for one of those two quarterbacks. Uh, it's a done deal. They're, they've gone elsewhere. So then the question is, where do the Saints go from here? First of all, your thoughts on those two deals, and then tell me what your thought, thoughts are on where the Saints are going to go from here. Yeah, so look, I, I think that the, both of the deals are obviously great for the, the franchises that are involved. Uh, I mean, you know, getting to be able to keep Aaron Rodgers and also be able to make room to also keep wide receiver Devontae Adams, that's a huge win for the uh, Green Bay Packers who get another Green. win in having Russell Wilson leave the conference. Right. So when you look at the quarterbacks now in the AFC, particularly the AFC West is full of good quarterbacks, as well as, you know, some of these other young quarterbacks in other divisions like Joe Burrow, for instance. Meanwhile, over on the NFL side or the NFC side, you've got Aaron Rodgers, you've got Matt Safford, you've got Kyler Murray, and you've got some other question marks around the conference. So I think that all of that works out really well for Green Bay. Um, you know, Seattle gets to engage and get started in its rebuild. They're going to be in prime position to grab a quarterback if they would like to grab one of these quarterbacks from this year's draft in the first round. Thanks to the number nine selection overall, it should be headed to Seattle. And then, of course, they get Drew Locke as well as a, you know, somebody with some NFL experience and being in a situation mm-hmm. where he would be able to uh, potentially cover or help them bridge to their next quarterback if they want to invest in quarterback in 2023, which, as we know, is going to be a much better class than what we're seeing yes. here in 2022. Um, and, and you can expect the same in 2024, by the way, as well. So I think, you know, when it comes down to the deals, all of that makes sense. And uh, I'm sorry, also, of course, uh, Denver, they get their next franchise quarterback, their best quarterback mm-hmm. uh, that they've had over the course of their sort of cycle that they've gone through here since uh, Peyton Manning. And so they're in a really good position as well to compete within a very tough division. What it means for the New Orleans Saints, uh, look, it, it takes the top two potential quarterback options off the table for the Saints. But how realistic were those options in the first place? Uh, that can be argued, so it still keeps them in a position to where Jameis Winston makes sense, Teddy Bridgewater reunion makes sense, or potentially mm-hmm. going to one of these other sort of tier two trades like a Jimmy Garoppolo, a Derek Carr, so on and so forth, becomes uh, obviously uh, still available for the Saints as well. All right, first of all, I want to ask you, uh, the, the price for Russell Wilson. Uh, I mean, if the Saints went with this price, I mean, I'd be pulling my hair out right now. I mean, two first right. rounders, two second rounders, a fifth rounder. You know, their starting quarterback, a defensive tackle, and a, and a starting tight end. That that's a big haul uh, for Seattle. Yeah, yeah that's I mean, huge. Kind of, I mean that uh, to a, be overpaid. Right, right. Yeah, that is that is a huge haul for uh, Seattle to walk away with, and. Then Denver takes on what a twenty-four million dollar cap mm-hmm. hit this year and a thirty-four-year-old quarterback. Hit. Right, right. So you know, look, I, I think you have an opportunity to get Russell Wilson. You go and get Russell Wilson, but I do think that at some point there's some compensation that you can look at and say maybe that would have been too much. And certainly mm-hmm. the New Orleans Saints version of that compensation may have been too much if they want to be competitive right now. So this could have worked out well for the New Orleans Saints. I'm sure that there's mm-hmm. a reason that they weren't involved in that. Although we do know that Seattle. Uh, you know, the reports are that uh, Russell Wilson wanted to go to Denver, so that's sort of another factor in all yes. of this, of course, is he had his no-trade clause. And he had the no-trade clause, right. All right, let's talk about Jameis Winston. What do you think it's going to take? I mean, can the Saints get away with another one-year deal? Last year, $1 million, $6.5 million in incentives. And again, I had mentioned the audience earlier. I'm not sure, again, how much of those incentives he was able to bank or not. This is two years in a row where, again, he's made minimum contracts. I got a feeling that, look, even coming off that injury, obviously it's not in his favor. But uh, what do you think the market will be 
Will there be another team out there that is willing to maybe give him an, a, 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 I want to say a long-term deal, but a multi-year deal at, again, a, a, you know, a reasonable quarterback rate where the Saints have to get into a bidding war? Yeah, so I think that there are going to be other teams that are going to be in on Jameis Winston if he hits the market. So, I mean, you can obviously look at the Pittsburgh Steelers who may be resigned. They may be comfortable with having Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins battle it out while they go to quarterback in, in the draft. But the problem now is that you have a couple more quarterback-hungry teams ahead of the uh, excuse me, excuse me the, the Pittsburgh Steelers at this point who don't pick until pick 20, so they'll have to trade up to move up in order to grab one of those rookie quarterbacks if there's somebody there that they feel comfortable handing the keys over to at this point. So if they're not going to go that route, though, then they are going to look at the free agency market, and the free agency market is going to include guys like Jameis Winston and Teddy Bridgewater, who should also be targets for the New Orleans Saints, and could even include the potential trade target of Jordan Love at this point, who was behind Aaron Rodgers, looked like he was going to be the successor to Aaron Rodgers. Now Aaron yes. Rodgers is in Green Bay for another at least three years of his four-year deal, with three of those years basically being guaranteed, uh, if, that, if that ends up being the actual structure of the contract that we saw. So depending upon how long that contract is, Jordan Love may hit the market, and so that would be another position that, or another potential that some of these other teams could go after. You could expect the Indianapolis Colts to be in the quarterback market, and you could expect a few other teams, including the Carolina Panthers and maybe even the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, of course, to be mm-hmm. in on that quarterback market as well. So there's going to be a lot of competition out there for the New Orleans Saints to have to navigate in that free agency market. What do you think? The, give me a parameter. What do you think he's looking for and what you think he may get? Uh, in terms of what I think he might be looking for, I mean, obviously he's going to want to maximize his value as much as sure. he can. I think that what would be helpful for the New Orleans Saints is if he was able, if he was comfortable taking another incentive-laden deal. So a deal right. that ends up putting him in a situation to where he's getting something like a $7 million base that can get up to 12 to $15 million. It might be a little steep for the New Orleans Saints because incentives are guaranteed, but they could potentially be, depending upon what the incentives are, not likely to be achieved incentives, which would push to the next season as opposed to likely to be earned incentives that would push to this year's salary cap. So there's a certain way that it could be navigated and all depending upon what those incentives are and what they could potentially mean for the New Orleans Saints. But if they're able to the thing that the Saints might be more comfortable with that other teams might not be because of their familiarity with them is a longer-term deal going into two mm-hmm. or three years as opposed to just a one-year deal, therefore being able to give him a greater amount of guaranteed money based upon the length of his contract. So that's a place where the New Orleans Saints could kind of maneuver a little bit and separate themselves from some of those other teams that might be looking to give one-year $10 million, one-year $15 million type deals. Yeah. What about uh, Teddy Bridgewater? Teddy Bridgewater is probably going to come in a little bit lower than that. Uh, he was, you know, on a $7.5 million contract the last time he was with the New Orleans Saints. I don't know how much further he gets above that with a market here, although he is going to be able to maximize a bit now. He was on a one-year $4.4 million contract with the, uh, with the Denver Broncos, Broncos. last mm-hmm. year with the majority of that guaranteed. This year he might be able to push that a little bit higher. But honestly, I think that Teddy Bridgewater becomes an incredibly cost-effective one-year deal that could help you, no pun intended, bridge into True another bridge guy, right? uh, into a right uh, into another rookie quarterback maybe next season, or if there's a guy that you like enough to take at 18 and let sit for a year, Bridgewater could be that game manager guy that could navigate and win in your system as opposed to win you games as a game breaker. Much like Jameis Winston, Garoppolo's coming off an injury. His injury to his throwing shoulder and his throwing thumb. Uh, he may not be even ready for training camp. Uh, what do you think the market is for him if they want to move off of him at, at, in San Francisco? Um, you know, some are saying fourth, fifth round pick. Some are saying higher. 
What do you think? And then uh, is that a guy you take a chance on, maybe not even knowing if he's going to be ready for training camp? Yeah, it's a scary one. It's funny that, you know, usually we see the ACL injuries, and I know, you know, you and I who have been, you know, engaged in, in, in the world of the NFL for a while, mm-hmm. you usually would stay away from those. I'm a little bit more nervous now about a throwing shoulder injury than Me I too. about an ACL injury, which is new, right? This is this is a recent sort of adjustment with the way that we look at it. So I'm a little bit more nervous about the fact that he's not going to be able to throw for about 16 weeks. It could potentially move into a situation that he is not ready for training camp. That being said, because of that very fact, I would be surprised if he reaches second round, third round type value from Me the too. market. The 49ers might want that, that's for sure. But the market might not turn around, turn that around for them based on the fact that he's not going to be able to throw, and they don't know what necessarily what they're trading for at this point. So there's a little bit of a gamble there. I say you take that gamble if you've exhausted all other options, but you have to exhaust the other options first. So if you have a guy like that that's coming in on you know not, not a super expensive deal, it's not like you're trading for Carson Wentz who has a huge cap number or Kirk Cousins who has a huge cap number but still just the uncertainty of whether or not he can play the position when you need him to. And he's played only 40 of 65 possible games with the San Francisco 49ers. Do you have a backup plan in the building that you're ready to move into that position, knowing that Jim Garoppolo might not be available for you for 17 games? And is that a risk you're really willing to take for one year of maybe? I don't know. And and what, $24 million this year, right? Yeah. That's that's his base salary. Right. He's so, I mean, you're trading big... and, you're, and you're, having, you're coming in with $24 million. Now, you probably have to sign him to a longer-term deal if you're going to make that deal. But still, you're $24 million. Uh, whereas opposed yeah. to, again, you know what you have in Jameis. Uh, you won't have to give up any draft picks. Same thing with, with Bridgewater. You won't have to give up any draft picks. And then, again, you're, at least, you know, you're worried about the health of the knee. But, again, I'm more worried about the throwing shoulder. I do want to ask you about, you mentioned Jordan Love. Interesting uh, scenario there now with, again, the longer-term deal with, with, um, with Aaron Rodgers. You think there would be an interest with New Orleans for a guy like that? I mean, again, you're a guy that really has not played on the NFL level, so it's basically a rookie you're bringing in. Yeah, he might be a little bit too much of an uncertainty, but I'll tell you what, if you exhaust the other options and you know that you, you know, the New Orleans Saints did extensive draft research on Jordan Love and they passed on him when he was available, right? They didn't make the move for him. They ended up uh, you know, going a different direction, but – even still, that is a potential for them. I mean, the same thing that connects the Saints to Jimmy Garoppolo connects the Saints to Jordan Love, which is that they spent a lot of time with him in the pre-draft process, right? Mm-hmm. So if you look at sort of the, the what it is that Jordan Love brings as somebody that can be mobile, that can extend plays, something we've seen the New Orleans Saints love as of late. Yes. You know, we saw Jameis Winston be able to do it maybe to an underrated amount. We saw or an unexpected amount. We've, of course, seen it with Taysom Hill. So he gives you the ability to extend plays. He gives you a big arm that can get the ball down the field. It's just the experience. Can you coach him up? Do you have the resources to coach him up? And how comfortable do you feel in that scenario? Or would you rather save all of those resources in terms of coaching and, um, and, and you know, work trying to build somebody up and trying to develop somebody into the next rookie that you go for or something of that matter? I don't know that that right. really would factor in for the Saints, who would certainly create the brain space they need to have an excellent quarterback coach in Ronald Curry, who did wonders last year with four different quarterbacks, getting them ready mm-hmm. and getting them started, including Ian Book, who did and throw a pass to a, a receiver running full speed that entire practice week until pregame warm-ups on Monday Night Football. And so I think they have the resources, but do they have the want, do they have the wherewithal to really want to go down that road? I think that would say a lot 
if they traded for Jordan Love, they obviously then would believe in Jordan Love or see something in Jordan Love that they feel like they could capitalize on. Otherwise, I think these other options in terms of free agency make a lot more sense. Yeah, so do I. All right. We've got about two minutes left. I want to ask you about uh, Toronto Armstead and Marcus Williams. Neither were tagged today. Um, mm-hmm. If they lose Toronto, $13 million in dead money that becomes due immediately. Obviously, Marcus Williams looking for a big-time deal on, on the open market. What do you think happens with those two players? Yeah, I think um... – it, you know, them not being tagged is a pretty good indicator of the fact that obviously they're going to get the opportunity to test the market. Tron Armstead could potentially come out at, you know, more than $22 million average in terms of offers from other teams. With, uh, the, with Marcus Williams, you're looking at, you know, over $14 million potentially being offered per season on average uh, in terms of that safety market. It's going to be tough for the New Orleans Saints to keep both of them, but hopefully the rapport between the players and the team will give them an opportunity to at least hear what they're being offered and be able to make their own offer based upon what's out there. And the the way that the Saints would be able to create something appealing would be to give them a contract that swells in the next two or three seasons when the TV money is expected to kick in, when the gambling money, which currently isn't being accounted for in current projections, ends up uh, being added Mm -hmm. in, and that salary cap swells. That makes a lot more sense for Marcus Williams than it does for Tron Armstead, who is 30 years old, has dealt with injuries, has an injury history, all of that. But when it comes to Marcus Williams, there is an opportunity to build a future contract that swells and, and builds and then gives him a lot of opportunity to be able to you know, have that contract restructured and therefore gather more guaranteed money than he is originally given in his contract. So that's where the Saints could set themselves apart there, but then we'll have to see. I mean, there, it's going to be a very competitive market for those players. Cam Robinson came off the board today, which is really helpful. He's sticking mm-hmm. around in Jacksonville. But outside of that, you still have a lot of these other guys that are going to be competing for this market and a lot of teams that are going to be looking for a good starting left tackle like John Armstead. 30 seconds left, and I wanted you to tell us about everything that's going on uh, with, with your career. But um, Teron Matthew, uh, a rumors today, would you buy into him? I think that there's certainly something to pay attention to. Um, I, I don't know that he's a one-for-one replacement with Marcus Williams, of course. You know, he played 308 free safety snaps last year. Marcus Williams played over 900 of those mm-hmm. uh, free safety snaps. So it's a little bit of a different responsibilities. And then what the responsibility of a free safety is, is depending upon the defensive play call and all these other things. So a lot of ways that we can split hairs here. But majority of the time, Teron uh, Matthew has been more of a, um, of a slot as well as box safety. So he doesn't really, in terms of skill set, replace Marcus Williams one-for-one, but he would be an excellent addition to the team, especially if the team ends up potentially losing Malcolm Jenkins going into next season. But you still have another sort of replacement for that deep safety. That would be P.J. Williams. If you can keep Mm -hmm. him around, he could become a a good option for you to be able to get into the mix with those guys along with C.J. Garner-Johnson and then potentially Tyron Matthew. Always great information, my friend. Tell the folks about everything you're involved in, how folks can follow you on social media. Absolutely. My absolute pleasure to be here with you. Thanks, as always, for having me on. Always love coming on with you. Uh, if anybody wants to follow along with what's going on, you can go ahead and follow me on Twitter at Ross Jackson Nola. You can catch the Locked on Saints podcast every Monday through Friday, wherever you get your podcast, as well as on YouTube as well. And then, of course, over at saintswire.usatoday.com, where you can get all of my writing over at Saintswire. Thanks, Ross. Appreciate the time, as always, bud. Absolute pleasure, buddy. Stay safe. Take care. I'll talk to you soon.
You too. All right, Ross Jackson, again, Locked On Saints Podcast, Saints Wire. You can get that sent directly to your email box, sent uh, to your social media platforms, and I'm telling you, great writers there as well. All right, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. AC breaks down, heater breaks down. You need help, they're there for you. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. Truly a company can trust. It's Burkhardt, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Hire a cash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opposite. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. Eric Ash here with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in tech. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe and the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my AC ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing, and they can work on any AC system on the market. Burkhardt gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that AC this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Nobody's more proud of what Diamonds Direct offers than our own staff. Our standards are the highest I've ever seen in the business, and I've been in this industry my entire life. Not only do we have the most competitive pricing in the industry, but the whole package that you get with it is incomparable. One thing that always surprises clients is how much further their budget will go with Diamonds Direct. But way beyond value, what we're most proud of is our total commitment to each and every customer. We go above and beyond for our customers so that they feel valued and they know that they're valued. We are really focusing on not making a sense that day. We want to make a friend forever. It doesn't matter what size diamond that you're looking for. We're going to take care of you, and we're going to make you feel fabulous. The philosophy to take care of the customer is just amazing. When clients come in, I think what they can feel is our passion. The electricity that you get in here, everybody's happy. It's such a friendly environment. Diamonds Direct. And you can feel that energy and that happiness every time you step into our showroom. Come see and feel the difference. Your love, our passion. On Severn Avenue, across from Lakeside Mall. 
COVID, Delta, Ida. Our hospitals have had a tough year, but there's something you can do to help them. Visit thebloodcenter.org and schedule a life-saving appointment today. Your blood donation can save up to three lives. And with blood supplies nationally at an all-time low, you'll know that your donation will go to helping someone locally. Visit thebloodcenter.org today and save a life tomorrow. The Blood Center, this is how life flows. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate it. I want to thank Fletcher Mackle, Ross Jackson, joining us on the program. Rudy back at studio producing. I want to thank all the great sponsors sponsor our program. Too many to name. All you got to do is go to ericasher.com. There's a slideshow that sponsor sponsor our program. All you do is click on their icon. It takes you right to their website. Thank you for continuing to support those sponsors, and thanks for those sponsors that continue to support our program. Mike Dettelier joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Stay tuned for that. Also, again, I um, want to make sure you guys uh, don't forget tomorrow. Uh, it will be Katie's Day. That means Scott Craig and Sean Vazan joins us on the program. You guys have a wonderful evening. My name is Eric Asher. We'll see you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock. From the dog cut to the governor, you know what includes the mayor. They all got to go.